wine o'clock those of you who don't know we usually do something called coffee moaning and that's news and chat and gossip um in the mornings in the morning but um we both had uh different things that we had to do today in the morning so we've shifted over to wine o'clock spelt W-H-I-N-E. Why is that? Because we like anything that plays whine. on the phrase moan, wine. Wine, we should do, We should do size, Saturday size. Yeah. And I'm not touching myself up. I have a stiff shoulder. Friday flatulence. Friday flatulence. It's not Friday, darling. It's no, Wednesday. no, I'm just making up other oh. words that have an alliterate, alliterative, <laughs> alliterative thing to it. Um, how are you all? How is everyone? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, um, I hope you're well. Hi, Keely Windle. Uh, I see that you've been a member for 18 months. Um, Catherine Cronin's just had the most delicious treat from Lidl. They're like giant chocolate buttons topped with desiccated coconut, oh. a raisin and an almond. What? My God, that sounds elaborate. Chocolate, coconut, raisin yeah. and an almond. Giant chocolate buttons topped with desiccated coconut, right. raisin and an almond. Going down Lidl tomorrow. Bloody hell. Lidl! Here Lidl. we go. Um, uh, back to your osteopath, someone says. Um, if you're listening, this is still coffee moaning, but it's called one o'clock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Faith Goodman, hello, Mark Nadia. I suggest that everyone, oh, oh, what's that? Goes to search for the advert from the pub about the lonely old wine. I tried to get it yesterday, but we couldn't do it in time. Uh, Nadia has seen it, haven't you? You've seen the pub, the Northern yes, Irish Yes, and I pub. love that it costs 700 quid. Yeah. And um, if we've got time at some point, we will do a response to it. And Stacey Randall's just gone absolutely mad as a hatter and has just gifted people 50 membership this is this is the this is the season of giving cease and desist thank you so much Stacey, that's Stacey. so, kind, so of kind of you thank so you kind. she always says on her messages to me she says i just want to uh, give to people she said you guys give her we give her so much bless oh. and i think we only give what is a we're able to give with everyone else so you know it's a kind of collective thing but stacy is truly truly very sweet thank and so you, loads of people here are going to have be able to have even more of the carnage of christmas then you get on the main channel, which is happening in the members area. So there we go. Yeah. Um, just to, as a note, I was going to be doing a members live over the weekend and we were going to be giving away a Lego uh, advent calendar. But Lego's advent calendar hasn't arrived yet and Nanny died, departed. So, <laughs> so it'd be me and Mark doing it tomorrow instead. Yeah, absolutely. So, so if anyone wants to become a mem member, it's one ninety nine a month and it's a bargain. Don't get it on the app, though. Don't get it on your iPhones because Apple charge more, which is why some people find that it charges ah. a little bit more. So be careful there. Try and do it on a on a laptop, on a, on a, on a uh, it, what do they call it? A, a, what do you call it? A search engine of some form. A search engine. Do you want me to massage you? No, it's all right. I've just got to keep it moving. Just you moving like that is a bit, not arousing, but it's a bit distracting. Oh, sorry, Johnny. That's okay. You can carry on. Do you know what? A couple of people there have said that like this top. This top, right, when I bought it, I did something that I never do. I liked it so much. It's like a velour. And look at all that stitched oh, yes. diamante on. Look at it. And I bought one, I bought one in this colour and one pink. Right, sorry, this left is drooping, this boob is drooping because I took the strap off because it was digging into my stiff shoulder. I realised I was showing them my top, but I was it's quite close up, babe. Do you know you think your boob oh, was sorry. out? Oh, sorry, never was that. Sorry. But anyway, so how lovely is this? And at the time it was quite expensive and I bought two. I think I was in East End or something. One pink and one brown. And it is the only thing i have never dropped a drop of anything on and do you know how many years ago i bought it 35 yes good 
God. God. 35 Me. years ago. Dab in the so dark. So it just goes to show, sometimes when you see something you really love and it might be a bit more than you'd usually spend, buy it because Babe, it's just... Babe, stretch it. Why do you look like you've got something there? No, no, it's supposed to be like that. Oh, no, she's losing her hair. No, no, it's supposed to be like that. No, but first. anyway, thank you lots but of people no, saying no, Let's just have a look at another way. Just bit just here. People always think it's Britney Spears. No, I don't. I just want to see under there. Mark, stop it. No, I'm just looking. Um, yeah, so that's that. I wonder how to look. Um, hello, everyone. Hello, Faith Goodman, Marcia Toms. Isn't it lovely? I'm so, Steph Shorts, what Chris are we going to be? Orla. Orla. What are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking. Jamie Spears has left the Britney Spears' sister has left the jungle. I'm a celeb. Um, every time we turn our heads away, it, it, it all kicks off and it all happens. And There's been a lot of medicals. She's gone for medical. She, Nella Rose went Nella for medical. Nella was taken off for medical. She's yeah. back. Um, Farage has caused a medical. Great has, Grace has gone off for the medical. Grace has left. Farage has caused a medical at Lorraine because now she's got a series of Ofcom complaints because she had a shocked response to his bottom. I think it's brilliant what she said. Oh, oh dear. Okay, yeah. I okay, great. Um, and uh, what else are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about Beyonce. Beyonce's mum has leapt to her daughter's defence as people have accused her of lightening her skin. I love this story. Yeah. I love it. Um, and we're going to be talking about compliments. Can you give compliments? Uh, and uh, you know, when, when you give compliments, what does it do to you? Does it make you feel? Does it make you feel better? Does it make? Does it make the other person feel better? Is there something to be had for the giver of compliments? And can compliments be taken in the wrong way? I think there's something to be said for that because certain. I think men versus women deal with compliments in different ways. Mm. Don't you? I do. Yeah. Okay. So what should and we start with? And I also with? wanted to say that today, I know lots of you follow my friend Hannah, um, and uh, you're always asking me about her. And my beautiful friend Hannah, who has stage um, stage four, secondary breast cancer in her liver and her lung. You know, we met, lots of you know, we met when we did the Himalayas. And Kaz and Titty Gritty and I all went to the Royal Marsden today. And what a privilege it is if you can get into the Royal Marsden, I can tell you. Anyway, the bad news is that um, she's had progression on her liver cancer. So when it's secondary breast cancer, it basically means she's got breast cancer in her liver that's what it means i never i i thought she it, i thought there mm. were two different cancers so um she's been taken off the trial which was like hugely shocking and sad and uh, all of those things but the reason why the, what's the reason i'm t telling you this a i know lots of you ask about hannah but but b um we were talking to people in the Marsden and I know that there's a number of people. I remember the shy follower who I met in the range, wasn't it? And you'd have breast cancer and you said you really love it when, when we talk about breast cancer. And um, so basically there's a drug called an ERT2. Hang on, what's it called again? I can't. N-HERT2. N-HERT2. N-HERT2, yeah. And I know that a lot of people with breast cancer. It's a very specific kind of breast cancer. It's not just, you know, because mm. I didn't know there's loads of different breast cancers. Um, we're waiting to hear whether this drug was going to be available here on the NHS. Um, because this drug is extraordinary. When they discussed it in like um, some big event where there was all the like top oncologists from around the world, it got a standing ovation that's only happened before with, with HERP2. Anyway, nice the people who decide where the money goes actually said it's not going to be available and a lot of people's hearts absolutely sank including hannah's 
But what we gathered today at the um, Marsden is that it's a there's negotiations going on with NICE. And there is a chance, a chance that it will be there in the new year. So it is the negotiations. It's not like all is lost. So um, I know that a lot of people commented under Hannah's post when she talked about her too. So we are hoping that happens in the in the uh, early new year for Hannah and mm. for anybody else that is wanting that drug. Whilst whilst you know big pharma have their arguments and want to charge loads of money, there are women sitting scared and desperate for that treatment. Mm. But I suppose the whole world is run by business, so we just have to wait. But. I've got a good feeling. A bit of hope there. I've a bit a of hope feeling. there for anyone else that's waiting for that drug. I think, unfortunately, with all of these things, obviously it's been a day of not great news for Hannah. And, no. and so, you know, I think what one has to remember, it's like dealing with any sort of like emotional dip, is that yesterday hasn't been what she wanted or we wanted, but that She's tomorrow, so but tomorrow is, you know, quite literally, life does this. One, one consistent a... is that she'll have, the, there'll be other good news that comes. She's just such an extraordinary person. It's like, I say to Martin, it sounds a bit wanky, but I don't really mean to be, because I genuinely mean it. There is such a, I don't want to say the word, because it sounds like, privilege of being in a room when somebody is given this like, mm. you know, devastating news, because in that moment as well, life is so present in the room mm. and the way that she comes back up and she'll ask the question well what about this what about mm. that i do don't you i always ring after so i go just what a privilege mm. to be in there and to watch that kind of human being yeah. she's the damn finest human being one of them that i've ever met she really is mm. she's one of the most special people i've ever, she's so ever lovely, met isn't she, she has an electric fizz about her she which does. is just she's a sort of fizz been dealing for life with cancer for 10 yeah, fucking yeah, years yeah. it's a lot Anyway, so all of our love to Hannah. Hannah. Everyone's sending their love, so do tell Hannah that everyone's sending their love. Hannah. And there will be a vlog landing on the channel where you will see Hannah dancing at her birthday. Yeah, lovely, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's tough. But I genuinely know that this is a dip in a, you know, whenever any kind of chart goes up, it does that. And I think this is just one of those moments down to come back up. So I'm absolutely certain of it. Uh, welcome to Susan Cock. You've just joined joined as a member. I think I've seen welcome. your name before, so I don't think it's the first time. Um, so, Omajan Zadran, I hope you're well. You were in the you were at the Gaza cro the Rafa oh, crossing, hi. weren't you? I hope How things are you are doing? Going. I saw one of your comments. I can't remember under which post it was talking about the difficulties. Uh, dealing with the injuries that some of the children that you're dealing with and people that are coming in, you can sort of, in a sense, patch them up, but you know that you're only patching them up and they're oh, not being able to kind of fully recover. So those films and again, we're going to talk about the we're going to talk about the uh, Israel um, Palestine uh, crisis towards the end. Um, suffice it to say, we are still thankfully in in a sort of pause. So hostages are being handed over, and everyone is having time in some degree to take stock and. Who knows, potentially recover in some way. Um, so, yeah, so we'll talk about that towards the end. So, yeah, so Jamie Jamie Spears leaves I'm a Celeb. Um, so... I think people were very lukewarm about her at the beginning, wasn't it? I, I thought everyone jet thought, lag. I think everyone thought she was going to leave anyway, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, you have to... Apparently, you have to be there 72 hours to get paid. Right. I, I don't, never believe these things mm. that the papers say because they don't know... 
and but contracts are you know all contracts are different certainly i know that when i was in big brother if i'd have walked out I wouldn't have got mm. paid mm. and so i think there's prob i think if you leave if you walk out you ain't gonna get paid but she's got because that's what all the papers say oh she can get paid now because she's waiting 72 hours but but she's they're saying that she's left for medical reasons well so. yeah yeah jamie lynn spears has left for medical reasons grace dent has left for medical reasons paid, uh she so. has also been in i mean it's been going what a week has it been going a week no it's been going more than a week week and a half we're halfway through um so yeah so this is again this has happened off camera and also i i must admit i thought there was going to be a departure i thought i thought nella rose was going to leave last night i, th I thought that was incoming too because she had I to always be knew, pulled out i always knew she was going to leave jamie yeah well, I, yeah and I, I you know i think it's yeah i think it's quite hard always being it's described as britney spears's sister it's very odd because because they asked her about her sister and she mm. said oh no I love my sister and I'm sure she'll be checking up on me and she'll be worried about me and I was thinking and I didn't see that bit apparently the camp went totally quiet right <laughs> no it's like awkward is that likely what she'll be doing right but um, wasn't there a sort of veiled comment or some kind of sort of cryptic comment from Brittany about something to do with her sister oh I when think. she was saying about the crash her her rider yes yeah. yeah yeah but so. also she um you know, maybe that's her just trying to reach out. But she did say, you know, we both had such a complicated upbringing and mm. we both had to deal with it in different ways. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that's... I mean, they look incredibly like each other, I don't they? I don't think they do. I really you don't. You don't? If I Are didn't, you having a laugh? I would not think they were sisters. Oh, my God. The first thing I think as soon as I see them is they're sisters. No, it's just the blonde no? hair. Oh, right. Uh, we all know Britney is too busy dancing around her kitchen with knives to be watching I'm a Celeb, says Cambo. <sighs> well, she is her sister. Hey, Natasha Milchin, she absolutely is. Um, the other news coming out of the camp is also um, this story. Apparently, Lorraine Kelly, with her show Lorraine, has received a record number of Ofcom complaints... <laughs> Uh, slapped with hundreds of off complaint, Ofcom complaints about body-shaming Nigel Farage. Um, but was she really body-shaming? Was, was she, she just was chuckling? Just chat? It was just like, oh, I got a shock, wasn't it, when I saw I haven't seen her say it. But, it, I mean, the thing is, Lorraine is not yeah. one to, like, attack people. I think this is just chit-chat. Well, apparently her episode gone, on the 21st I mean, I of November... Want, does it, Put your hand up if you want to see Nigel Farage's no. bottom. No, no, no. Nobody does. Yeah. And if you've suddenly got to see it, it's going to be a shock. Well, the, the staggeringly high number of complaints is a mere 354. Um, uh, I think he's in there... Oh, hang on. That's nothing, it? is it, in Ofcom terms? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Lorraine gasped in response to something I think um, Edwina Curry said in an interview, was it? Um, stunned by the revelation of Farage's real age. Is he? Is he only 59? I thought he was a hell of a lot older than that. That's astonishing. Just shows you you get the face you deserve. <laughs> you really do. She also said she was traumatised after seeing Farage's nude backside. Didn't take long for people to condemn her comment. Oh, bloody traumatised. Many, many taken to Twitter. To you see... I agree, Lorraine. But do you not think one has to hold the same standard for everyone? You shouldn't... One shouldn't... You know, if, if that was said about a female contestant, there would be an absolute outcry, wouldn't there? This is Nigel Farage. No, no, I know. Is that the exception to well be made? Well done, Rain. <laughs> yeah. No, OK. All right. No, I'm just, I'm just being, playing devil's advocate. I'm with her 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah, 354 complaints. Wow. There you go. So I'm sure Lorraine's quaking. 
Um, yeah, go on. <laughs> I, I love the way they report these things. A yeah, record. Yeah. That's not a lot. No, it's not a lot. It's not a lot at all. Um, okay, let's talk about Beyonce. So Beyonce, um, Tina Knowles, Aww. has defended her daughter Beyonce. Uh, she posted on Instagram a statement saying that reports following her daughter's recent red carpet, because like Taylor Swift, uh, Beyonce is releasing a movie of the tour or of an album or something. Um, so it's a kind of live, you know, a sort of, you know, it's a kind of live tour movie type thing. Tina Knowles has defended her daughter Beyonce on social media against allegations that she lightened her skin for the premiere for her new concert, of her new concert film. Um, the I've film... Just, I've, just got, we've, I've just got to take some comments from this because... I think it's stupendous. The film is called Renaissance. Uh, they had a cr now the point to remember here is they had a chrome carpet, uh, so it was all about silver outfits. It was all about platinum blonde hair. Uh, but soon after photos circulated, some some users accused Beyonce of lightening her skin and hair to appear more white. I think we all know she isn't white. So the mu no no that but nobody's saying that. No no I know. Are they saying point. why is she? trying to look white no that's my point is and that it's... she's presumably doing it because it's a decorative thing for the night yeah so the mum's her mum said came across this today and decided to post after seeing all the stupid ignorant self-hating racist statements <laughs> lightening her skin wearing platinum hair wanting to be white um uh and it included a video of the premiere and photos of the quotes she included She's white now and she whitens her skin. You know, these are all the things people say. Well, the mum went eat bonkers. How sad is it that some of her own people continue the stupid narrative with hate and jealousy? Duh. This is what she's put. Duh. She wore silver hair to match her silver dress as a fashion statement. Uh, she also went on to say how furious she was with a white female reporter who reached out to Beyonce's hairstylist for a statement about how the fans are saying that she wants to be white. Yeah, she, she was always so furious with a white female reporter, she said, who yeah, reached out to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. That's, that's what I've just said. Sorry, sorry. And then she said, well, that made my blood boil. And that this white woman felt so entitled to discuss her blackness. Mm. Um, I love her. Lying and mm. faking, acting like you're so ignorant. Oh, go. So then she had a go at the black social media users right. who have contributed to the criticism. She says, lying and faking and acting like you're so ignorant that you don't understand that black women have worn platinum hair since the Etta James days. She is furious. She goes on one. And then she says, I'm sick and tired of people attacking my daughter every time she does something that she works her ass off. Uh, uh, is, uh, there is a statement of her work ethic, talent and resilience. This is a great bit here. I am sick of you losers. I know what she's going to be. I know she's going to be pissed off at me for doing it. I love this. But I'm fed up. This girl minds her own business. business. She helps people whenever she can. She lifts up and promotes black women and underdogs at all times. Good on you. Boom, boom. Good on you. We all have to be so bloody careful. Boom, you know, boom. And whatever you think of Beyonce, and I love Beyonce, she grafted her ass off. I mean, that film Lemonade, I've watched that so many times. Do you know what it takes to be able to maintain that level of dancing, that voice? I've never, I've never been lucky enough to see her in concert, but she is fire. You know, like two, three hours. She is fire. Dancing non-stop oh. and singing. Yeah. That is an athlete. So she'll have an take athlete. Take care of my Jan. She'll, take care, honey. She will have an athlete's life. She will be getting eight, ten hours sleep, mm. eating bloody 
plain chicken and salad, working out for hours, all that graft. And then she puts on a spectacle and all people can do is reduce it down, as her mum says, to something you know isn't true. You know she's not trying to make herself white. I know. Well, it, this is just another reminder. Do you see what I get it's worried been all about? These articles what, about yeah, but, the dangers of bleaching. No, no, no. Your skin. I know, but what I get really worried about is the crass stupidity of so many people. That people are so much more interested in being outraged and offended than actually looking at whether there's anything to be offended by. It's but like, like she says, you're so jealous. Why can't you just say no, no, God no. and lift her up and say, well done you? No, but I think people wake up. I think there are certain people who wake up and go, do you know what? I need to be offended by something today. And they go searching for the thing to be offended by. I think that's why you get trolls. I think, I think they've I got think people, to I think do. people scroll, not consciously looking, but... There's this habit of feeding on yeah. something, looking for the worst thing you can say rather than the best thing. So, like, when you go to say the worst thing or think the worst thing, say, is there another thing I could say instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, actually, you'll feel better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I just love that, I mean, my kids are like, oh, my God. Uh, one of my daughters was telling me something the other day that somebody had said to her, and she said, and I thought about you, Mum. <laughs> and I went... I'm glad you did, because you know what I would have done with them. Yeah, yeah. It's that mama bear comes out, and it's like... Yeah. And, of course, so, just mist. to clarify, this was the premiere for the film of her tour or her album, so so that's what this was for. Yeah, just just tr tr true, true and utter stupidity. Um, final thing I wanted to talk about. Unfortunately, I don't have the story. I have forgotten to send it to myself. Can you send it? Did I send it to you on WhatsApp? I think I did. No, the I can't The compliment, compliment story. This is a... Well, it's not a story. This is a piece about paying compliments. And a study has shown that... Um, the Or a woman gave herself the task of giving 10 compliments a day. And this article, which is really interesting, I think we should do a, a How to Stay Married about it, because I think compliments are a major part of, of not only friendships and relationships and work colleagues, but also loving relationships too. And I just think, I think this idea... So anyway, so she, she went about giving out sort of 10 compliments a day and discovered that it was really interesting that if you pay compliments to men, more, not, not all the time, but quite often, it gets confused as potentially a bit of a come-on or a bit of a flirt. Yeah. Um, not only by, not really necessarily by the guy, but she paid a compliment to a guy and his girlfriend was alongside and she kind of got predatory and was like, what the hell are you doing paying a compliment? So I just thought, isn't that weird? Isn't that interesting? That's something that could be really benign and really positive and really kind. Like if you just go up to someone and just say, good God, you know what? You've got the most astonishingly blue eyes, which she does to an old woman uh, who's at a bus stop. And the old woman almost has a heart attack with shock, uh, but, like, but takes it. She takes it and she found that more women than men uh, no, more men than women would take compliments. Apparently, many women wouldn't take compliments. I think I think if somebody with the opposite sex comes up and gives you, whether it's a man or a woman, and gives you a compliment, you're probably going to think there's a bit of interest in you if they do that. But it depends what the compliment. So I mean, about, she was a woman going up to men saying that. But she said, "I like your. I really know. like your trainers." That that but Still... I would say, yeah. If you just go up to somebody you don't know and say, "I really like your trainers." But if you're you, not if, six if you, years would old. you would you ever could you give yourself the task of if you're on a tube and you saw somebody you thought oh my god I really like their hair a woman 
and you went, could you lean up? I would expect that they would think that I was coming on to them. So, so it's all predicated on a potentially all, sexual... but I think if you go up to somebody that That's you don't know and you give them a random compliment, right? Do you... that person wouldn't be entirely wrong to assume that you were showing some sort of interest in them. Can you take a compliment? So say, like, you're getting off a tube yes. and, there's, and, like, you were there and I'll go, oh, I like your jacket and I walk off. That's yeah. nice. You've given somebody a nice moment. You're not hanging around. You, it's do obvious. it again. Do it, act it. That's a nice cardigan. And I, off I go. I'd be like, I wonder if she wants my number. No, I wouldn't, because I'd have left. You wouldn't wonder, because I'd have gone. Right, OK. but It would have made my day, because I'd, I'd have been left thinking, oh, she must have really liked me. Mm. But I do think Maybe men just... are better at taking compliments just because of the way that society is, and society but that's tells what I mean. that's what she's discovered. all yeah. the time that you're not supposed to be, you know, to, to be confident is to be arrogant. You know, there's so many mixed messages. Me too. Mark's time. now chasing you down the platform. <laughs> Absolutely. You see, I think for me, I would take, I, I think most men would take, any, say it was a compliment about, I don't know, like you smell nice. Women often do that. Women will often say, oh, wow, you smell really. The other day with my guinea pig jumper on, someone said, didn't they? They came up to me and I, she was more interested in my guinea pig jumper than me. I could tell the difference. Do you not think? I don't know. I wasn't close enough to you. Well, you commented on her. It looked pretty intimate. She was getting quite sort of physical with it. And she was trying trying to kind of actually manhandle it off me. Um, But I do think most men will somehow take any compliment and steer it towards a sexual compliment. Christian says they can't take any compliment. Who? They don't give them when they can't take them. Erin? No, Christian. Christian Johnson. I don't do compliments. I can't accept them. I change... Well, we're we're weird with compliments. If I compliment you, you just say nothing. No, I'm I'm much better than you with compliments. Yeah, no, You're I say, oh, don't, terrible. no, you know, it's not true. I deny them, but you if just say nothing. If I give Mark nothing. a compliment, he goes into a complete breakdown of like, why, what, what? He just never takes but, a compliment. But if I pay you a compliment, you say nothing. Not in a horrible way, you just move on. You just carry on, you just... I you... think I give you a nod of acceptance. Oh, my God, do you? A nod. A nod. This is will be something that helps you. If somebody gives you a compliment, they're giving you a present. So would you give the present back immediately if somebody gave you one, or go, oh no? So and then, what the then was. when you when you think like that, it, it's easier to just say thank you. Steph says it's all in the delivery. You're absolutely right. I also think it's where you do it. I mean, I think if you're on a nightclub on a dance floor and say, I really like the move and groove of your hips, that's clearly. Not Somebody just about hips. Well, no, but I mean, you know, some people might be a hip expert, might be an osteopath. They might be like, oh, I really like the move of your hips. Why are you being such a donor? I'm not. I'm trying to find ways in which a compliment has no... your eyebrow? I don't know. I noticed that. What is that? Well, you must have done... No, it's I quite don't, a gouge. I know. Well, and also, let's have what have you done to your nose? <laughs> it's got quite a gouge. Maybe I had butted you. <laughs> OK, well, yeah. So compliments. I don't handle compliments well, says Torrin. No. Um, yeah, no, it's... it's, it's Most it's, people don't. Yeah, not my bricks com- don't. Oh, Ola, well, my compliment is I like your glasses. Oh, thanks. Yeah. See, the ah, where I am awful is I'm one of those people that if you pay a compliment about one thing, I will look for the inverse of it and say, so what am I not doing? It's 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 one of the most ick things you can do. Don't ever do it. I say, oh, you look, oh, you lost weight. Oh, so did you think I was fat? You know when people do that? You do that. It's the worst thing. It's like... Pushing someone's present back in their Thanks, face Nora. and then punching them. Nora Doyle says my eyebrows Don't lovely. Do it. Oh, look, pay, okay, I'll pay you a compliment. Oh, bloody <laughs> hell. Well, don't want you to no. end up in hospital. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, it's so sport for choice, I didn't know what to oh, do. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> don't 
bloody backpedal me. I, I I love the way. Oh, in which... Mark, stop it! All right, embarrassing. okay, <laughs> okay, pay me. One. Did you like the sausage and mash I made you for oh, dinner? Oh, I fucking loved it. There you go. Yeah, there thank you. Go. you. Yeah, no, thank you very much. <laughs> right, we better move on because okay, we've got well, no, we've got to go. We've got to go. Um, so finally, in terms of the Israel-Palestine. So war, anybody that wants to leave. Now we're just, if you're going now, well, yeah. lots and lots of love and we will see you tomorrow, probably about half nine, but we'll let you know half nine in the morning for coffee moaning. So if it's your first time here, this is usually in the morning at 9.30, except I don't have wine, I have coffee. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think the important thing to say here is we're not popping this at the end because we don't believe it's more important than all the other sort of frippery for us. Less it's, important. Uh, because we don't think it's less... Yeah, I just said don't. You said I don't think it's more I, Yeah, important. but I did a double negative, so I was saying don't. Yeah. Okay. okay, we don't think it's less important than anything else. It's more important than everything else. I mean, for us, it's the most important thing. You know, uh, me being Jordanian, my parents out in Jordan, us having very strong connection and feeling. Mark, your kids are part Arab. Exactly. We, we are very, very connected to it, but we are aware that we have to be mindful of that yeah. because not everybody is going to be as connected as we are. But we are, I believe that everybody should keep an interest on this in this because I think it is, this is a big part of history. Looking... When people look back at this, there will be a lot of answers. I think not only is it a big part of history, I also I also think answers. what happens in this in these next few months is going to dictate. And in fact, if I'm really honest, I think all the damage has been done to the uh, the authority, global authority of countries like the US and the UK, principally because they've totally ignored, sidelined, marginalised, diminished. Uh, belittled and ignored the opinions of almost 100, well, 125 other countries in the world. Who have all voted for a ceasefire. Yeah, so I think it will not be forgotten uh, which side of this one sits. Now, of course, there are very strong arguments, strong feelings. We understand, we talked, Natasha, to a few people on here as well about how the different perspectives obviously come with different fears, different worries and different concerns. Um, but I genuinely think that the way in which this is managed, once and if we get out of this sort of pause in hostilities as hostages are continue to be handed over, as Palestinian captives uh, are released, um, I think you can kind of begin to already, in some of the news that's breaking through today, see how this is going to play out in the next 48 hours. So some of the things that are causing a great cause, which I think are a great cause for concern, are that in the West Bank, um, Palestinians are still being shot and killed. And I think the West Bank is going to be the next place where most of the next sort of really dark, twisted turns are going to be going to happen. It's where illegal settlers are. If you uh, want to see some of the videos of what's going on in West Bank, yeah. I dot on dot Palestine is mm. a is an Instagram account. And I think if that if that behaviour over there doesn't it doesn't stop or if the you know, I mean even to be fair, even Cameron, even Biden has has inferred that that kind of aggressive action in the West Bank by Israeli the Israeli Defence Force and the settlers needs to halt. I think the idea, I think what's happening there as well is in the aggression that's happening from settlers and the Israeli Defence Force in the West Bank as opposed to Gaza What's what's what narrative is developing there, which is a really tricky one, is in those kind of provocative moves of taking over houses and closing down businesses and in, enacting curfews, 
um, that provocation is resulting in some kind of kickback. And we go back to the heart of, is any kind of self-defence or opportunity to defend yourself in the West Bank also considered just the behaviour of Hamas? No, it's not. I think there has to be a point at which you say, OK, well, if we keep treating these Palestinians like this, they're going to bite back in some way, aren't they? It's like, do we prefer this way that they bite back or that way that they bite back? So... My point being, in um, the Palestinian health, health Ministry has announced that an eight-year-old and a 15-year-old have both been shot dead by Israeli forces in the West Bank. That was 23 video. minutes ago. 23 oh, minutes I've ago. I've seen the video. What, 23 yes. minutes ago? I sort of shooting. No, but maybe they've just reported it. I right, saw the right, video right. Yeah. Earlier of so, the boy being shot. So this, this is what I mean. This is it's a tinderbox over there, an absolute tinderbox. Um, Two hostages have been released again from Gaza. Um, they, thank God. Hamas, yeah, absolutely, thank God. Hamas have sadly uh, announced that the 10-month-old has died, along with two of the other family members. Uh, I think the child was called Kafir Bibas. I think that was the youngest hostage that was taken. Um, they confirmed that it had died in the bombings uh, or during the bombings. Of course, there's no way to <laughs> to verify that or to, or to confirm that, which is just going to be a horrible ambiguity over all of that for the family of the, this young baby. Thank you, Reem. Gabriel Mate on Piers Morgan. Please yes. watch that. Yeah. Now, remember, Gabriel Mate is an Auschwitz survivor who is the leading... I don't think he's, it's his family. His family. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, they always put a survivor of Auschwitz, oh. but it's, it's, it's oh, his family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, Sorry. but it's just they always put a survivor. But I don't mm. know whether they refer to that because his family did. Because mm. you think, mm. would you, wouldn't you be older? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but... And the leading authority on trauma, yeah. um, psychiatry, and and it's really good. So go and have a look at what he said. Now, what's interesting, what is coming through in this cessation of hostilities for a couple of days is the fact that as the U United Nations chief, who is the United Nations? Why, why should we even listen to them, it seems, if you're Israel, the UK or the US or parts of Europe? The UN chief has said, we must not look away Gaza's epic humanitarian uh, catastrophe is only just beginning. The concern is already, and it's not surprising at this point, that illness, um, malnutrition, uh, all sorts of disease is spreading through the Gaza Strip. So these are going to be deaths that aren't necessarily attributed to aggressive, direct aggressive action. But who are the most vulnerable? Well, children and old people. Again, the innocents, you know, if you can... If, and, and I'd also like to push back against this idea that if you just happen to be a man and a Palestinian man, you're not an innocent. It's quite a gross... It's, it's quite a gross kind of... And, you know, you know, we, we say and we say it every single time, you know, but hostages, horrendous, horrific for the family and for them, and horrific, you know, if this comes to be true about the baby, but horrific anyway that the baby's been taken. Mm. But what I... As 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 a half Arabic woman, you cannot imagine what it is like when nothing of the equivalent pain and anguish and loss for Palestinian families is shown. This is horrendous about this baby. There is no doubt about that. Damn anybody that accuses me for not acknowledging that because I acknowledge it. But I also want it acknowledged what I'm seeing. You know, because because it's like I said the other day on Instagram, every time I say anything about something that's happening to innocent Palestinians, I'm shot down. What about the kidnapping? What about the... I, I acknowledge that. It's terrible. It's horrific. All of it. But why is the mainstream media not reporting on that anguish? Because it just makes the Arab world feel like their children 
are not equal. What, they... How can the world not see that? And it's, you know, the, the mainstream media are culpable in this. Of course they Every are. Someone's just, they... someone's just said, no, they don't show any of the Palestinian children. They don't. They I mean, don't. It, it doesn't exist. They don't. Now. We know these faces. We don't see any faces. And it's important to see both. It's really important to see both. Because this is the imbalance of the world. You know, but, you know, it's like, it's like... Hang on, hang on. Can I just, just, just make a point? Mandy mm. Duick. Nads, but you are not watching the non-biocytes on Instagram. Can I just push, pause you there? All, almost, hang on, non-biased, because of course... You don't know what I'm watching. No, 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 but also but here, here's the curiosity around that comment, Mandy. I just need to push back on that for a moment. I am watching everything. There's an assumption that the mainstream media is objective and non-biased. It's not. It absolutely it's isn't. Go look into the history. Biased. Look into the history of the ownership of the Telegraph, the most outspoken paper in this country about the Israeli government and their and their Just policies. Look into really Just look into the history. It's really interesting. Look into the Rothschilds. But, but don't but don't say I don't because you don't know because I do look at everything. Yeah. And I I am I've got I am smart enough to know what I'm seeing, <laughs> yeah. and I have a big heart enough to know what I'm feeling, mm. and I come from a place of not wanting one to win or the other, I come to a place where I am petrified at what is happening. Mm. And I am petrified when I look at the total devastation of that area and a people that have been pushed out of it. Where are they going to go? And how is that going to be rebuilt? And what is the next part of the plan? Netanyahu said there'll be at least another month of this. Then what? Never heard about what's going to happen afterwards. And I don't see people asking that question on the mainstream media. And then what? What after that? And also, the really... It's I, so frustrating. It's frustrating, but I think I can understand why it happens. And I think this is why it happens. Because... Because October the seventh was the was the moment that everyone that you know the the problem crystallized for the planet you know for the whole world it crystallized with an awful atrocity awful. a moment absolutely awful but here's the thing that has to be addressed and if this isn't addressed this will never be resolved the number of people the the sheer scale of control death subjugation uh, racism and apartheid that has existed prior to October the 7th with countless, you know, displacements of population. Nadia has a, a cousin who was displaced, Government. you know, back in, you know, around the Six Day War. You know, so, you know, this idea that it just started on October the 7th is an absolute fallacy that, that unfortunately, Zionists have a vested interest in making the world think it started then. Because, of course, if let's, let's assume it did all just start on October the 7th. There's a very rational argument. And everything that was that, just perfect. Yeah, everything was perfect. It. If everything was the Garden of Eden, of, of total tolerance and acceptance and ease, and, you know, homes weren't being taken and businesses weren't being wrecked and you weren't in control of your destiny or your resources or anything like that and you didn't have to queue for hours and be searched in order to just go back to where you live. If all of that didn't exist and we would start at a ground zero horrible analogy sorry but position on october the 7th it would be a different conversation for many people who are in the pro-palestinian perspective and pro-palestinian is not anti-israel pro-palestinian is pro allow palestine to exist pro-terrorism no. this is where it's got so messed up if you talk about the absolute devastation of that area and your horror and your fear for the men women and children. I refuse now to just say children because it's like if I say men, people go, oh, oh, right. 
the devastation of the innocent men, women, children scares the shit out of me. Simple as that. And, and, I, and I think if it's not scaring people, what do you think is going to happen if you keep doing this to a people? What's going to mm. happen? Mm. You know? I agree, I agree. And just finally, Natasha, you did make a good point before we sum up. Um, you know, you say that there was a ceasefire before. I think the idea and nature and notion of what that ceasefire was and what it meant to two different countries and sets of people is where the devil is in the detail. Yes, there may have been a ceasefire, but what was a ceasefire existence prior to that? It certainly doesn't justify, explain, nor excuse what happened on October the 7th. But I do think that Israel... Uh, and is the Israeli population need to really interrogate Netanyahu, look into where his vested interests yeah. are in this conflict. Because actually, I personally think, and I think we I were think one of we were one of the hang on, we were one people. of the first ones to say this. I personally think the huge swathes of the Israeli population have been gaslit by Benjamin Netanyahu, and I think it's continuing to happen. So well, there's know. many that are speaking out passionately yeah, yeah. And, and feel the same way. But the mainstream media, you don't hear it, Mandy Doek, because the mainstream <laughs> media is anything. biased. The mainstream media is biased. <laughs> no, because there's some sort of terror of saying, not to be one, absolutely, you should never be on one side or the other, but we'd like to see both sides. That's it. In the mainstream all media. all we've got is Israeli um, government's um, filtered what they allow, because journalists are saying this all the time, we can only report what the Israeli government allows. So we've got that, mm. and then we've got only this idea that mm. every Palestinian is a terrorist. And anyone with half a brain is going to have to know that is not true. Of course they're not all terrorists. It's like, it's like now, if they were in London, and there was like, I don't know, quarter of them, quarter of the people in London became terrorists and we were suddenly all called terrorists because we were from London. It's that bonkers. Mm. It's literally crazy. It's... And everyone stepped into line with it in the mainstream media, it feels to me. And in Saab, my opinion. Saab Turbo says <laughs> he, presumably Netanyahu, could have solved this years ago but chose not to. That is the question that needs they to be asked. They were so close. That is the question the... that needs to be asked. Yeah, to this two-state solution. But... I tell you one thing that would really help with all of it. Well, would it help? It would be if the United Nations and all the all the countries on it actually recognise Palestine. When the United Nations is standing there going, "This is a humanitarian catastrophe," mm. right? When they are warned, the World Health Organization are warning that airborne disease is going to go ballistic and already is. Just for those two things, can they not put anything in to to put some sort of a halt to this? Precisely. Okay, guys, we will see <laughs> we'll you on the morrow. You. It's only passion. <laughs> yeah, lots of love, guys. Take Bye. care. Bye.